whisper. Why whisper? Why, why a new series called Whisper? I, I, I want to whisper something to my son right now. I, I want to whisper something to him. When you whisper, you have to get close to someone. God wants us to hear his whisper. And the way that you're going to hear his whisper, his voice, is that you're going to have to draw nigh to him. And at the end of the day, out of everything that we'll cover in this series, if I could just say that, if I could ask you this question throughout this series, and if I could just... Impart that to you that God wants you to draw close to him so that you can hear his whisper. And my question to you is, what's the loudest whisper in your heart? What's the loudest, loudest whisper in your life right now? That's the question that you're going to have to answer throughout this series, the whisper. God desires you to draw close to him, not through the, the ripping of the rocks that Elijah was faced with and the, and the fire and, and the earthquake, but Elijah heard the still, small voice, the, the whisper. Hebrews 1.1 1, 1 says this, God, who at various times and in various ways, say that with me, various ways, in various ways, spoke in times past to the fathers by the prophets. Various ways he speaks to us. Usually, if you're like me, when I think about someone speaking to me, I'm thinking about how we talk, how I'm talking to you and so forth and so on right now. And God can do that and he does do that. But there are various ways that God speaks and we're going to talk about his languages. We're going to talk about all the different ways or maybe not all the different ways because he's God, he can do whatever he wants to do. But many ways that he speaks through us, that's Beyond this right here, communication like we do with our, with our mouths and so forth and so on. So we're going to do that. He speaks in, in every way, in various ways. He whispers. But one thing about the whisper is that it has to line up with the Word of God. And I say that today because we're going to dive right in. The very first week of this, though Craig kicked it off last week, the very first language is his Word. No matter how cool someone is, or no matter how prophetic they are, if they whisper something to you, or, or they, thus says the Lord, if you get a word from God and it doesn't line up with God's word, you need to throw it out. Because ultimately, when it comes down to it, the number one whisper, the number one language that all the other languages must uh, line up with is, is God's word. And right now, before I go any further, sometimes I just, I'm just going to do what I'm going to do. I want to pray for Jason and Elliot. Will you stand up? Where's Elliot at? Elliot, you can stay right there, Elliot. That's fine. God doesn't need you up here. You can, he can hear you. That's good. You can just stay there. They're going to be leaving for South Sudan tomorrow. Help me with this for a minute because of jet lag. You're going to be gone for what, like three weeks? Two and a half weeks, going to be finishing the roof there on the church. And so they're going to be faced with lots of different things going to South Sudan. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of heat, a lot of 
hard work. So can you extend your hands to them? Elliot, raise your hand back there. People can see you. Father, we lift them up to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we first pray your protection. We pray traveling mercies. We pray that you would use them mightily. Father, not in just building of your facility, but building the body of Christ in South Sudan. We thank you for them. Father, we thank you that they're available. You use them mightily. Father, uh, bless them in every, every, every way. Thank you for Jason and Elliot in Jesus' name name and everyone said amen. amen if it's a true whisper the whisper will line up with God's word second Timothy 3 16 second Timothy 3 you've heard of John 3 16 second Timothy 3 16 says this all scripture is God breathed God breathed and it does many many things. So we're going to talk about the Word of God today, but we're going to talk about how it infects or how it has to come. The whisper must come from the Word of God and how those two interact and how God uses the Word of God to speak to you, to whisper to you. All Scripture is God-breathed and it is useful for teaching and rebuking uh, correcting and training in righteousness. The Bible is the very first starting point for my faith. Number uno, baby o, one o, my very first place of faith comes from the Word of God out of the Bible, not philosophy, not science. Not the greatest book written by man, not, not a history book other than his story book, but the God-breathed book, the Bible. That's where my faith begins, and I encourage you, it should be where your faith begins and ends is out of the Word of God. The Bible is my number one book, and all other books are a very far distance number Two, would you say that today for your life? If you can't say that for your life, I would encourage you to kind of adjust your life right now. Shouldn't be magazines. It shouldn't be that book or this book. It should be the Word of God. Why? Because the Word of God is the true north pointing compass. I say true north, true point, true, because it is all about truth. The Bible is the absolute truth. It is true north, true north, and not anything else but true north. When the world says this is truth or when the Bible, I'm sorry, when the doctor gives you a, a diagnosis and it doesn't line up with the word of God or when you're going down the longest road of your life and you're in this, this season of your life and it's foggy and twists backs all over the place and when the king asks you what truth is, uh, when someone says there is no truth, I want to let you know that there is an absolute truth that you can stake your life on, your family on, your marriage on, every thing on it is the Bible it is true north say that with me true north does anybody use a compass in here other than me if you if you use a compass raise your hand wonderful I use a GPS too but I love compasses because even a GPS can it can you know batteries it could break or what have you but that true compass the Bible 
is not just my number one book and the beginning of my faith. It is also the final authority in my life. And I'm using this in my own life today because I hope it's for you too. But if it's not, I pray that you would adjust. It is the final authority in my life. Not a man-made book, not, not a college book, not a higher education book. But the Bible is the final authority in my life. Not a fad, not what is popular, not science, not cool, not postmodern, not social media. Not even Google. The Bible is final authority in my life. I can trust the whisper from the vital, from the Bible. It's 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 it's, it's so wonderful and so true that we can stake our life on it and our our future on it. This is so vital in this day and time when tolerance is elevated above truth. When tolerance is elevated above truth, when when whatever anyone does is okay and there's not a wrong with what they are doing and tolerance is above any and every whatever you do is okay. I got to let you know church that that is wrong. You, you got to fill me today, okay? That is the spirit of this age. It's a deceptive spirit. When it's wrong for me to call something wrong because of fear of being a hater or, or a bigot or, or that's wrong. Because we have a true north book that we can live by and there is absolute truth who is not persuaded by man or by culture or man-made laws or the news or the sin that is voted in as right when it is wrong. I want to let you know that you can stake your life on the word of God. And the whisper should be the loudest from God's word. My, my question is, what whisper is the loudest in your life today? Is it from a family member that's gone astray and they're trying to persuade you that their way is right and, and, and the word of God is wrong? Is, is the loudest whisper in your life maybe news, Fox, CNN, or what have you? Is the loudest whisper in your life culture around you? Or is the loudest whisper in your life from heaven? Is it the loudest whisper from your father? If it is social media or philosophy, I want to let you know that it will lead you down a path, a path of destruction. Is the loudest whisper tolerance over truth? Do you know, I was thinking about this, do you know that uh, one of the most challenging things about pastoring in 2018 is? You, you probably don't know because everyone's not in here a pastor but I will share with you today. Maybe, maybe if we meet one day and I'm talking to you about this, you'll remember this conversation. One of the most challenging things about pastoring in 2018 is we do our very best of speaking the truth in love because that's what the Bible says. Speaking the what? The truth. The, tr the, the truth. How many know there's absolute truths? Okay. Please. True north, there's absolute truth. 
And so we do our best as pastor when you're working with people to speak the truth in love. But in doing that, in sharing that whisper, everyone doesn't always like to hear the truth in love. And one of the most challenging things is when you're trying to pastor people, all you want is the very best for them. And all they have to do, you know what they have to do? All they have to do is bell. All they have to do is leave. And it impacts their life. It's so easy to go to another church, start all over again, until they, someone approaches them by speaking the truth in love, and then they bell again and go to another church. Okay? I want to encourage you to hear me out today that speaking the truth in love is to help people so that they, they're not hip-hopping around, jump, jump all over the place, but they can get some deep roots in and they can, molt, they can grow and be fruitful in the church that they're at. You know, sometimes we have to confront things in truth, like it could be a Oh my goodness, you name it, we probably have to deal with it from adultery to, to gossip. How many you know gossip is wrong too? How many of you know that we would absolutely, if someone's up here and their their teeth are falling out because of crack or meth or what heroin or what, you know, we, that's very evident, but gossip. I mean, I tell you what, I mean, it eats your insides out and we deal with different things like gossip or, or adultery or a life-threatening addiction or stealing or, or, or lying or stalking. You ever dealt with stalking, J.O.? Yes, I have. You name it, we've probably dealt with it, right? And then we deal with it and speak the truth in love as much as we can, truth in love, and all people have to do in this day and time is leave. That's not really fair, is it? I say that today because, you know, I'm not saying anything's got to be fair. I say that when people speak the truth in love to you, you know what you should do? You should receive it. I remember when Pastor Bob, before we planted the church, Pastor Bob spoke the truth in love to me. We were just finished an elders meeting, and I'm very, very passionate. And if you came against my ministry or what have you, you know, I'm going to be on my lima beans fighting over my lima beans. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to defend my lima beans, man. And he says, J.O., you, 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 you really got to, you got to stop doing that. You, you, anybody that tries to speak into the, your ministry in that area, I was over evangelism, you're, you know, protective and, you know, protecting your lima beans. Do you know that I've done my best to receive that? And even today that echoes in my ear and that, that truth, though at the time it wasn't so pleasant to hear and some, you know, correction or rebuke that that has really Bless my life by listening and just trying to receive it and learn from it. Amen. I didn't mean to stay so long on that. But I think it's important this day and time when all you have to do is bail. That you would choose, you know what? There is truth. People will speak the truth in love. It's for my best benefit. It's, for, it's so that I can grow in Christ. Mark Batterson says this. Listen to this right in the spirit of what I'm talking about. Grace means I'll love you no matter what. Truth means I'll be honest with you no matter what. Are you hearing that? 
I think we should be able to be honest with one another no matter what. And that's not always easy. Now, why the Bible? Why should everything line up if it's a whisper from God, if you're hearing from God, no matter if it's through a person or through pain or through a sign and a wonder or through the doors opening or closing in your life? Why the Bible? Why the Bible? I want you to listen to this scripture. Hebrews 4.12 says this, For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and as a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. If you did, listen, Seth preached last night at 9.09 this morning, and probably the majority of you did not hear that sermon, but I encourage you, it's called the Key of Keys. I encourage you to hear or try to listen to it this week, or we didn't listen to it in Texas, but we did listen to it in Chicago last night, or most of it. And I encourage you to listen to that key of keys because it is absolutely powerful. But as we read the Bible, how many of you know the Bible reads us? Why? Because it's alive. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. I want to let you know, listen, you can allow your life to be conformed to this world or you can allow the Word of God to transform you. We're not called to conformity. We're called to transformity. Is that a word? Is transformity a word? It is today. Okay, listen. Listen, it's, it's very important. Culture can tr absolutely conform you. But God wants to transform you and I. By what? By the renewing of our mind. So as we read the word or the word of God reads us, I want to let you know, when you are reading the word of God, first of all, you got to be reading the Word of God. This, is gonna, this message is boring to you if you don't even read the Word every day. I encourage you to be in, in the Word. Give us this day or what? Daily bread. I encourage you to meditate, read, hide the Word in your heart on a daily basis. But as you do that, I, I promise you that Word, God wants to renew our minds with the Word so we're not conformed to this world. That we understand there are absolute truths that we can abide, live, that is for our best benefit. And God transforms us. And I encourage you, when you're reading the Word and it begins to convict you, and that's usually when you start speeding up. You're like, oh, but, whoo, whoo. Listen, I encourage you, slow down. Tell your neighbor right now, slow down. How many of you know conviction is good? Say, say that with me. Conviction is good. I'm not talking about the devil using the word against you and condemning you, but I am talking about the convicting, the conviction of the word of God by the Holy Spirit is a very, very good thing. As I get older, I go, wait a minute. I don't need to skip through that. I need to slow down right there. I need to pray about that scripture. Is there an idol in my heart, God, that you're dealing with other than me just trying to read through that real quick? Slow down. Read it. When you're tempted, tempted to read fast, come on, come on, go down to a, a, a lower gear. The Bible, just check, the, check this out. It's beautiful. The Bible was composed by 40 writers over 15 centuries three languages, three continents, 
And it has one famous best-selling author of all times, and his name is God. I hope that you are inspired from this nation, I mean, from this sermon, not this nation, that's from traveling the nations, I guess, from this sermon that you would once again have a love affair with God's Word. You would fall back in loving to read it and meditate and hiding it in your heart. I was in the airport last night. I showed Ray Dean. I said, honey, look at these books. Some of these books are so jacked up. They're called New York bestsellers. And we would rather have read a New York bestseller over heaven's bestseller, the Word of God. Come on. There's something wrong with that. Why? Why? Why read the Word? Because you're never going to hear the whisper from the Father if you're not in the whisper. Where do you think the whisper comes from? Every whisper, it has to line up with the Word of God. It comes from the Word of God. Jail, I... I, you know, you're a pastor and, you know, they're a prophet and I don't hear the whisper. No, I would say just the other whispers are louder. I would say you hear the father. The, the sheep hears the father's voice. Here, here, here's the problem. All the other whispers are so loud that we can't hear the sound above all the sounds, the, the whisper of the Father. And I encourage you to allow that whisper to get louder. You, you just, think about, just think about all the whispers that you hear. Think about all the voices of occupation. Think about the teaching and the contractor, real estate, doctor, business, all the time that's put into your occupation. I want to let you know, what if we spend a little more time in the Word of God and the whisper instead of all the other whispers that really just kind of push out the one that's uh, from above. I, I, I say, please, 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 please get your education. That's a wonderful thing. Please get your, your master's and your real estate license and your business license and contractor's license, all those things. That's a wonderful thing. But I want to I say this. Don't allow it to be the loudest voice that muffles out everything else. Are you feeling me? Because it will. draw close to hear his whisper. The word of God speaks and he wants to quicken his word to us. But you have to be in the word of God. How many of you know the Holy Spirit will quicken the word of God to you? That quicken is a beautiful thing. It means to, to live, to bring alive, live again, kind of like resurrection power. You'll be in the word of God and all of a sudden the Logos becomes Rhema and it's like, wow! God's quickened the word of God to me on several occasions has absolutely changed my mind, changed my life. It's, it's changed my mind. I'm going to read a quickened word to you this morning. Just one quickened word. There's, a, there's several quickened words that God's quickened in my heart. But I, I, I want to read this one quickened word to you. Just I hope that it speaks to you right now. This is out of Jeremiah 1, 5 through 10. If you have your Bible, turn there. It's just a, a beautiful passage of Scripture. Typically, if, if I'm going through something and I need to tap into that, that whisper from heaven, I'll usually go to 
Joshua 1, Jeremiah 1, Deuteronomy 8. There's certain quickened scriptures that God has spoken to me throughout the years that uh, that's really, it, it kind of gets me back on the skinny or it encourages my soul. Listen to this quickened scripture. This is one to, to me personally, but I want to let you know that God wants to quicken the scripture to you. He says this, I, I, I like to kind of read it like this. J.O., before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. See, you, you can steal this one. This is, this is, you can steal this one from me. It's a beautiful scripture. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet of the nations. Then I said, oh, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak because I have jet lag. <laughs> no. <laughs> Some of you didn't even laugh because you're not listening. Come on. Behold, I cannot speak for I'm a youth. I, I remember dealing as a youth pastor, as a young man, and God speaking this word over me, a quickened word. But the Lord said to me, do not say I am a youth, for you shall go to all whom I send you, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of their faces, for I'm with you to deliver you, says the Lord. Then the Lord put his hand and touched my mouth, and the Lord said to me, Behold, I put my words in your mouth. See, I have this day to set you over the nation, over the kingdoms, to root out, to pull down, to destroy, and to throw down. Look at the last one right there, to build and plant. God spoke to me to build and plant in 06, and that's where, I'm, I'm sorry, in 04, and that's where out of heart of the city church that we moved to Coeur d'Alene to, to build and to plant. If you don't have, listen, church, if you don't have quickened words from the Bible for your life, you need to get quickened words. You, you need to have words that God has spoken to you and that you can go back to and he'll just continue to speak to you out of those scriptures like Joshua 1, like Jeremiah 1, like Deuteronomy 8. Do you have quickened scriptures today? Listen to the scripture out of 1 Thessalonians, and it was so cool as we was flying into Greece, we actually flew over Thess Thess Thessalonica. It was really, really cool. So I, I, I decided to read First and Second Thessalonians while I was in Greece. It says this, for this reason, I think it's behind me, we also thank God without ceasing, because when you received, look, 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 look what it says. When you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you welcomed it not. Everyone say not. not. I love that. Not as the word of men. This Bible that I'm talking about today. The, 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 the one that as you read it, God's going to whisper to you in your, about your own personal life. It's not of man. It's not from man. Did God use man to... To, to, to write it out, yes, but it's way more than that. He says, he says, it's not as of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which also effectively works in you who believe. This word that I speak of today, the Bible, it will work in your life if you work it.
Let me say that again. The Bible will work in your life if you work it. If you read it like an old history book or philosophy book or just, you know, that's what it would be to you. But if you read it for what it is, the word of God to you personally, it will work in your life. Psalms 119 verse 11 says this. Your word I've hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Your word I've hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. How, how does that work? How Literally, how does it work for you to hide God's word in your heart that you don't sin against him? I, I think it works this way. You get it in your heart. You read it. You memorize it. You've read it so much that maybe you don't need to memorize it. Maybe it just, it just becomes part of you. But, it, but it's hidden in your heart. The Word of God, it, it like lurks in your heart. It's there because you've been in the Word, but more so the Word of God has been in you. And then all of a sudden, you're in a situation where you need wisdom to, to pull on for a business decision. Or you're in a situation that you're like, ah, it doesn't feel really right. You, you know, I, I, I need discernment here because it sounds good, but it sounds too good to be true. Or you're in a situation where it's tempting or temptation. And all of a sudden, that word of God speaks. Why? Because you've hidden it in your heart. And it just, whew, and you make the right decision for the rest of your life. You're, you're, you're not sabotaged by making the wrong decision because God, his whisper, he just spoke to you out of your heart because you've hidden the word of God in your heart. How many of you know that the Bible, will, 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 it just lays out how we should do life? It does. I was reading this Psalms 15. I'm going to read it right now. If you got your Bibles, turn to Psalms 15. I just want to read it. It will just show you. It will, it just lays out. There's, this is just one out of many, many scriptures that you can, you can live your life accordingly. Your marriage, your family, your individual life. You can just live it out accordingly as you read the scripture, as, as God speaks to you. Listen to what it says. Lord, who may abide in your tabernacle? Who may dwell in your holy hill? To me, that's like, hey, how am I going to be in your presence, God? Who's going who's to hang out in your presence? And it says this, he who walks uprightly and works righteousness and speaks the truth in his heart. He who does not backbite with his tongue nor does evil to his neighbor. Nor does he take up a reproach against his friend, in whose eye a vile person is despised, but he honors those who fear the Lord. He who swears to his own hurt and does not change. He who does not put out his money at usury. Nor does he take a bribe against the innocent. He who, listen, listen what is it? You, you live according to God's word like this. Look, look, look what it says. It says this. He who does these things shall never be moved. God's word. Listen to what Psalms 1611 says. Just listen to this whisper. 
Just listen to this whisper. God wants us to be in his word so that we can hear his voice. If you're not in his word, you're going to be very challenged to hear God's voice. You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. You may never hear something like that, a whisper like that, if you don't read his voice. If you're here today and you're new to the faith or um, you've been coming to church maybe many years, but you occasionally read the Bible or I encourage you, if you want to hear from the Father and you want to know that it's the Father, you have to be in his word. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. Who was that? Jesus. Do you know that God puts his word above his own name? The word, if you're going to, if you want to hear his voice, if you want to hear the voice, the whisper, and you want to know that it's God's voice, and you want to be discerning of his voice, you, you want to hear the voice behind you that's going to say, do this and do that, turn left and turn right, you have to be in his word. I hope that God, just by his Holy Spirit, breathes upon you in this area. Word alone, you dry up. Spirit alone, you blow up. But word and spirit, you grow up. And we need both. We need those two have kissed he whispers to your marriage he whispers in how we're to raise our kids he whispers in how you're to do business how we're to love one another he he whispers in how the treatment of one another he whispers let me close with this what is the loudest whisper in your life? We hope that during this series that his whisper will be the loudest in your life. That people at Heart of the City Church, they will be able to discern the voice of God. There are many, many, many voices out there. There's voices of condemnation. There's voices of shame. There's voices of religiosity. There is voices. There, is vo there are sounds and there, there, there are whispers. And God wants you to know his whisper. Amen.